Hello, listeners, and welcome to Youth Ventures Podcast, PDX Business Spotlight. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the first episode of Season 5 of PDX Business Spotlight. Today, we are so excited to welcome Wentimi Marte, who's the founder and owner of Sumner Street Shea. So, Wentimi, can you please go ahead and give an overview of who you are, what your business is about, and how you got started? Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Wentimi Marte. I am born and raised here in Portland, Oregon, and I am the owner of Sumner Street Shea LLC. I make and sell shea butter, uh, that's unrefined shea butter sourced from Ghana, and Mm -hmm. I infuse the shea butter with coconut oil and tropical essential oils. The coconut oil and the essential oils uh, represent the tropical ambiance of Ghana, Mm -hmm. as well as the shea butter, where I get it from. I started my business on May 13th, 2021, um, in the middle of the pandemic. I started my business completely online. At the time, Mm -hmm. getting an outside property didn't look like something that I would be able to do during the pandemic. So it was kind of easy for me to start my business fully online and get my presence up. Wow. If that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Went to me. First of all, I really love how you kind of incorporated not only like the fact that your shea butter is like based off Ghana, but you also incorporated like the scents and the essential oils and the coconut oil to really incorporate like Ghana into your shea butters in a sense and in your product. Yeah, I wanted it to be very, very authentic. Uh, My background is also from Ghana. Both Mm -hmm. of my parents were born and raised in Ghana and I wanted it to be something that I could speak to and something that represented me um, that wasn't me but a product that I could make that had a lot of my inspirations growing up and something that I want to give and share with the world so that is where I drew a lot of my inspiration from Mm -hmm. just really to show appreciation to my culture and be able to share it at the same time. Wow and you might have touched on this just now but who or what inspired you to start your business? Well, I can say that I've always um, had dreams and aspirations of starting a business. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what field or industry I wanted that to be in. But my first major inspirations are my parents. Um, My parents growing Mm up um, had two jobs. My dad was an accountant by trade. And on the weekends, um, he was a landlord. He had several rental properties. So I grew up watching my dad work really hard in his day job as an accountant and also um, as a landlord with um, different rental properties across Portland. And my mom also, um, she worked for the airlines Mm -hmm. for her day job, and she also did private catering on the weekends for people in the Ghanaian community. So seeing these two, uh, my parents being able to juggle two different professions and excel really well at both of them really inspired me and gave me the motivation that this is something that I can do. And um, it was a, a long dream of mine to be able to create something that I can call my own and really believe in it and put my all into it. So that is kind of the basis of how I was inspired to 
create a business. Wow. It's really cool how you really grew up in an environment where you saw like a lot of hard workers, definitely, and people who persevered a lot. And they were your own parents, too. And it's I thought it was really cool that you always like dreamed of having a business and you were able to accomplish that dream and make it so successful. So that's definitely a win win. Yeah, thank you. It's definitely a dream come true. Yes. And went to me, you mentioned that you actually started your business in the middle of the pandemic. And I can't imagine how difficult that must have been because the pandemic definitely impacted all of our lives very prominently, but it definitely impacted businesses the most. It forced a lot to shut their doors while it welcomed a lot of them as it did with you. So how did the pandemic affect your business? Did it have upsides or downsides? Oh, thank you. That's a great question. I think the pandemic really gave my business um, a lot of time to really grow and uh, gave me the time to really focus and hone in on Mm -hmm. how I wanted to build this and uh, my launch plan. Um, I lost my job in February 2020 uh, before the pandemic started. And uh, prior to that, uh, I had been thinking about starting the business, but I wasn't sure of when or what that timeline would look like. Mm -hmm. And so since at the time I, when I was working, I had um, found a mentor and I had like these ideas of something to start on the side, but it wasn't something that I thought I would be doing full time. So after I lost my job, I decided that I would just go into it full time. And that would be my career to put my all into this business during a pandemic where I didn't really feel comfortable to go back into corporate America. Um, I wanted to do something that um, I felt happy about and more passionate about something that um, I could really like draw, draw from and not feel like I was just waiting for the clock to get to five o'clock. So the pandemic uh, pushed me uh, creatively to come up with my ideas and really stick to them and push myself because I didn't have like a timeline. I didn't have anyone else that was asking for this or I wasn't on a deadline it was my own my own will to do this so that uh, gave me a lot of confidence to just focus on that and that is what I'm really thankful for the pandemic for and also um, to give me a a head start to be um, fully digital and fully online. Definitely and I know the pandemic gave us a lot of hardships, but it definitely did force all of us to kind of slow down and reflect. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that that gave you the confidence to actually start and pursue your dream and make it come true. Thank you. <laughs> and went to me, how has being a person of color affected your business, either positively or negatively? I think what's been the hardest challenge is having to come up with my own like resources and capital. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had to use my own funds to come up with this. I didn't have access to really finding more resources such as grants when I first started. So mm-hmm. I chose to just kind of bootstrap my way in to get my business going before I started to apply for grants and get more of a financial setting. Um, but it's been really hard to figure out like what are the resources? Because I, I don't have a big network to find out what those are outside of social media. 
Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's kind of, a, it's, it, it can be complicated trying to figure out um, what path to go on when you don't uh, have a lot of people around you who are in that similar path. Yeah. Or um, you can speak to you directly to get the kind of information <laughs> that you need to really run your business. I think that has been um, one mm. of the biggest hurdles that I faced. Definitely. I'm still facing. Yes. After talking and interviewing so many of the business owners, I do know that the BIPOC community in PDX especially is so welcoming and so kind. And I have firsthand seen all of these business owners and all of you um, at the My People's Market and all these BIPOC markets. So I do know how like well-knit the community truly is. And I know like a lot of them have shared resources in the past on how to get those grants. And I hope that you're able to connect a little more and network a little more with the wonderful community that we have here and able to get those grants or whatever you need for your business. Thank you so much. I actually appreciate that. Um, one thing that I do love about the community, as you said, is very welcoming. Yes. Um, I didn't have a business um, background before. I'm just pretty much doing everything of how I'd like my business to be ran based mm -hmm. on uh, my past experiences at different workplaces. And when I meet other vendors, they always do share resources with me and yes. talk about their journeys and it's it feels good to have people around in the local community who support you and can get you to the right direction when you don't really have those on the outside so i'm really grateful for that yes. it has made my my journey really worth it mm -hmm. definitely and went to me what advice might you have for young entrepreneurs especially young entrepreneurs of color and what are some experiences you could talk about that might motivate or inspire them? I would definitely say um, my advice to um, young entrepreneurs of color or anyone who is thinking about starting a business is to follow up. Follow mm -hmm. up with uh, the people that you're talking to, follow up in your network, always be on top with your communication because I think that has also helped me a lot um, when I was starting my business of just seeing mm -hmm. who's in my network and who can I talk to to help me leverage certain aspects of my life. Um, like my mentor that helped me use my business plan, she is someone that I attended a workshop that she was hosting and she invited people to email her if they needed help writing their business plan. Mm -hmm. And out of the people that were there, it was maybe me and maybe one other person who did follow up to email her. So there are opportunities out there, but we have to follow up and be on top of that so we can be seen and we can get our needs met. Definitely. Thank you so much for that advice, Wen, to me. That's definitely a very key piece of information for all of the young entrepreneurs out there. And talking a little bit more about your business, I was looking at your website and I was looking at the wonderful array of shea butters that you're selling. And this might be a little bit of a difficult question, but what is personally your favorite product that you sell? My favorite product that I sell is pink grapefruit and tea tree. That mm. is the very first blend that I made when I was back in 2020, when I was kind of thinking about what were the possible combinations of essential oils to use. Mm. That was the one that I started with. 
that I kept from my signature line. Um, (laughs) And that one was the one that made me feel like really confident, like, wow, I can really do this. Now that I found something that I really liked, um, it kind of pushed me a little more to think outside of the box. Um, That was a very, I guess, one of my most unique um, blends with essential oils. So that one is very near and dear to me since that was the first one that I created. Wow, definitely. And to all of our listeners out there, if you want to check out that particular type of shea butter, or if you want to just check out all of her products, because they're all amazing, you can definitely go to the link in our podcast description. And um, you can click that link and shop directly from her website. Thank you. And went to me talking more about supporting your business. How can people support your business? Well, thank you. So outside from my website, I do uh, local pop-ups. I've been at places like my people's market, um, as you've mentioned. So I do those pretty often. I post those on my social media pages when I have them. Um, This weekend, I do have one coming up um, that will be at the Cascade Brewery, which is a beer hall. And this will be my first uh, 21 and over mm-hmm. event. But usually um, what I do is I do about two pop-up events per month where I'm out in the community in different neighborhoods around the Portland metro area selling my shea butter. Wow. And I've actually had the wonderful chance to meet you. So I definitely do know how amazing those shea butters are and how amazing you are. But if you would <laughs> like you. to go in person and talk to Wentemi and buy from her directly instead of shopping online. Definitely go check out her social media so you can um, keep up to date with when her pop-ups are. Wentemi, are there any special projects or anything else you would like to plug? Yes, I do have quite a few pop-ups this month. Um, So I will be at My People's Market 10 on September 17th and 18th at OMSI Mm -hmm. from 11 to 5. And then I will be on at last Thursday, um, which is in the Alberta Arts District on September 29th from 6 to 9 p.m. Perfect. So once again, to all of our listeners, if you do want to shop directly from Went to Me, you can definitely go to those pop-up markets and check her out. Thank you so much, Went to Me, for joining us on this episode of our podcast. It was definitely an honor to spotlight you and to listen to your story. Wentemi, do you have any last words that you wanted to say? Uh, Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun on this call um, talking about my business and sharing my story with you. So thank you. And I would love to meet all the listeners at the next pop-up. So yes, don't be afraid and come say hi. Definitely. And additionally, if Listeners, if you want to support Went to Me a little more, we would love if you could um, follow her on our social media, and we will be linking the, all of those links in the podcast description box once again. So even if you want to support her with simply a like or a follow, we definitely recommend that you click the links in our podcast description. So thank you so much, Went to Me, and that is it from PDX Business Spotlight. And listeners, please be sure to join us in the next episode.
Thank you for listening to PDX Business Spotlight by Youth Venture, and we hope to see you in the next episode.